was on the phone with an asshole the other day. You know, nothing new. Told her I was having a problem with an order that I had. It was sitting in front of me. Now, this is a multi-level marketing company, and I won't name names, but ding dong, morons calling. Anyway, I got double charged for something that wasn't even in the box that came to me. So I'm on the phone with someone, and mind you, this isn't the first time this has happened to me, so I'm kind of fucking pissed. You know, the usual bullshit. So I said to her, yeah, this isn't the first time this has freaking happened either. To which the woman replied, I'm sorry, can you please refrain from that language? So I said, what language? The fact that I said I was double charged? And she said, no, you said a word that is unacceptable. So I said, are you fucking kidding me? So they escalated my call. Fine, I don't fucking care, I'm pissed. I'm getting overcharged again, so yeah, let me speak to your manager, go ahead. So this is what gets on the phone. Oh, hello, my name is Steve, how can I help you? Wait, what? No. First off, there's no way your name is fucking Steve. Habib, Muhammad, or something something Patel. Yeah, that's what your name is. Anyway, I proceed to tell quote-unquote Steve over here what the problem is. Oh, so sorry you're having these issues. Let me take care of them for you. Yeah, thanks. So I'm waiting, and I hear him typing something over there, and that's when he starts making small talk. Uh, yeah, just great. Help me. I don't care about what, you know, small talk you need to talk to me about. No, help me with my problem. So how is the weather over there? I said it sucks, just like your damn company. Can you tell I'm pissed? Yeah. How is it where you are? Trying to be nice, you know? To that, he says, oh, here in Indiana, it's very hot and humid. But New Jersey is nice too. Uh, wait, what? So now I'm confused and intrigued at the same time. So I asked, um, how do you know New Jersey is nice now? Are you from New Jersey? And he says, oh, yes. Um, uh, yes, what? I thought you were from Indiana. Yes, Indiana, New Jersey. Um, sir, there is no Indiana, New Jersey, man. Now, with the damn accent, I obviously can't hear or understand shit because he said, no, 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 Miss New Jersey, I am in India. Wait, come again? I didn't come the first time. That's what he says to me. I thought you said you were in Indiana. He finally then says, no, no, I'm in India. Ah, fucking lovely, Steve. So how's my account over there in India, New Jersey? There's a reason I stopped working for this company. Well, at least he got my money back. So yeah, thanks, Steve. So I've had many jobs in my life, never an actual career up until recently. When I originally went to college, I went for music, and they took that out of their curriculum before I started as a major, and they threw me into broadcasting communications instead. So I didn't know what else to do, so I stayed there, learned how to be a radio DJ, then I graduated and became a bank teller. You know, as you do. I worked for, I think, three different banks at one point or another, met some interesting people, you know, as I went along and uh, had a bunch of interesting stories to tell along the way. This is one of them. So the first bank I worked at was in South Amboy, New Jersey, where since I was doing such a great job, they made me train one of the new girls. So they stuck her at the uh, center, front and center teller station where everyone could harass her. <laughs> they did that to me too. So when I first started, it was kind of like a rite of passage or some shit. 
right in the center stage where everybody comes in and the first person they see is you. So I'm not really one of those extremely happy people that are all gung-ho for a company. I don't bleed the company I'm at and stuff, you know, unless it was my own company. But I digress. So I could tell she's a little nervous and everything. She's standing there looking around and whatnot. So I said, look, there's nothing to be nervous about. We're all here. And, you know, if you have any questions, just call me over and I'll, you know, I'll help. So at that moment, a customer walks in and we all, you know, get our teller stations and stuff ready and whatnot. So, of course, they go right up to her. So I said, you know, just smile and ask, you know, may I help you? No big deal, you know. So this guy walks in. She says, hi, may I help you? He walks up to her teller station and loud as fuck burps right in her face. (laughs) It was so loud that our branch manager, who at the time I think was like 80 years old or something, heard the sound from her desk in the middle of the branch. I swear, at that point, I almost lost my shit. I'm like biting my lip, trying not to laugh. So she took his deposit and then she's like, is there anything else I can help you with? He ignored her, took the receipt, turned around, farted right at her and then walked out the door so at this point i see her turn around and she's like bright white and her mouth is open she's shocked as shit i'm on the floor crying i couldn't help it anymore (laughs) i couldn't breathe (laughs) so yeah that started off the day So at that time, I went back and forth from banks to radio stations when I realized that, sadly, radio wasn't going to pay the bills, so I decided to go back into banking once again. Got an interview with another bank, and their branch was down in Fairhaven, New Jersey, if you know where that is. About around this time is when my psychic intuition was coming in full blast, and I was having continuous visits and uh, stuff from ghosts and other entities and whatnot. So I will explain that in another podcast called Psychics and Psychos. Anyway, the girl who was giving me the grand tour of the branch was like, just so you know, this branch has two floors. It used to be an old house. The kitchen and the bathrooms are upstairs. Great. So I stopped her and said, yeah, I know. There's a woman named Catherine who's here and she's watching this bat harass you guys day in and day out. She's kind of entertained by it. So now there are times where I have a big mouth and I probably just should just fucking stay quiet about certain things but it just builds and I wind up blurting them out anyway so what's the point so I just let it go you know so the girl that was giving me the tour said funny you should say that because we have had a bat up in the kitchen attic area that has been harassing us we named him Larry coincidentally though the bat finally flew out about a couple hours before you got here Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So now that we know I'm psychic and not a psycho, do I get the job? Yeah. I was hired right after that. Um, I don't think it was related to the bat situation, but you never know, you know? Um, So I was there at the bank for almost four years. Halfway into the four-year mark, about a little less than two years, I was interviewed for another position at another branch. Still the same company, still the same bank. Uh, This branch was down in Middletown, New Jersey. So I knew the job. I knew half of the people that were at the branch. So I kind of felt confident. I wasn't going to feel awkward and everything because I knew people there. And this position was full-time and more money, so off I went. 
So mind you, working in banking, it's not banker's hours anymore. You know, it, it used to be 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. Sunday they were closed because it was totally unheard of for a bank to be open on Sunday. And Saturday was like 9 a.m. to noon. So it was literally a half day, had my whole weekends to myself. Every day got out at 3, freaking cool. Nah, not anymore, which kind of sucks because I loved getting out at 3 p.m. And, you know, I didn't mind working on the weekend because it was only a half day. You know, what was I doing until noon? Sleeping? Probably. So the Fairhaven branch was only open on Saturdays. The other branch that I was transferring to was open on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Fucking kill me. But that's not here nor there for uh, this situation that I'm talking about right now. Anyway, the girls were going to miss me. I was going to miss them. So we decided to celebrate and order lunch out to be delivered to the bank that we worked at. And since I was going to be working there Saturday, but we have a skeleton crew on Saturday and everybody was there on Friday. So we decided to celebrate all together on Friday. So pretty cool. Um, and then I was going to start the new branch on the next Monday. So there was like no sleep in between except for Sunday, which I wasn't working. So there you go. So we ordered Indian Mexican fusion food. Let that sink in for a few minutes. Indian Mexican fusion. I don't, didn't even know that was a fucking thing. Okay. Didn't know what the hell the food was. And I had what I thought at the time was a nervous stomach. So I decided to take it easy and I just ordered a quesadilla. Figuring that would, you know, be safe. Other people were uh, ordering like tandoori chicken and something else that started with and ended with, you know, that kind of thing. So all this happened before I was diagnosed with lactose intolerancy, a gluten sensitivity, and various other stomach issues. Not nervous stomach, other shit. In this case, literally. So. We ate around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. By 5 p.m., I was fucking miserable. Now, come 4 p.m. in the late afternoon, early evening is when all the other tellers go home and there's only one teller left and somebody on the platform side that was closing that night because we stayed open till 6. So that person was me and one other girl working on the platform side, opening accounts and everything. And she could also hop on my side if there are lines and stuff to help me and become a teller if I needed some help with various shit. Well, 5 p.m. comes around and my stomach has had all it can stand and it can't stand no more. Now, I'm not the kind of person that likes going and doing anything anywhere in any public toilets. So for me to be like, uh, yeah, looking at my coworker and I was like, yeah, my stomach is grumbling something awful over here. So since there's no one here, I'm going to go run upstairs to the bathroom real quick. Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah, no problem. Uh, it was literally dead. There was only one more hour to go, you know, so I'm upstairs and figured everything would be fine yeah no so i was upstairs not maybe two seconds and two cars drive up to the drive up three people walk into the branch because we have cameras everywhere and we could all see who's doing what at what time and everything and then the phone starts ringing and she's down there all by herself now there was no way i was running back down those stairs because if i did something would trail behind me that was not gonna happen so I'm upstairs having a problem of my own, and I didn't hear her yelling up to me until it was kind of too late. She was already stuck in the thick of the shit, you know? So there's only two stalls in the bathroom getting back to where I was. Obviously, that's fine because I only have one ass. I only need one bathroom, right? Right. 
So I'm doing what you normally do in a bathroom when you find out you have lactose issues and you ate fucking cheese. When all of a sudden the toilet makes this noise I've, I've, I've never heard before. And I flushed mid through, you know, midway through, because, uh, hell, to be honest with you, this was going to be a marathon, not a fucking sprint, if you know what I'm saying. The damn thing starts backing up. Now, for those who know me, you kind of know some of my fears. You know how normal people have the fear of flying, they have the fear of heights. I have a fear of out of order, overflowing fucking toilet bowls. I, I think it's from like the movie The Shining meets the entity, where the entity was like this big, backed up, haunted toilet that just started shooting stuff everywhere. Yeah, so this was my childhood back in the day, so this is now what I'm afraid of. Anyway, standing in the bathroom, jiggling the fucking handle, because nothing's working, and this damn thing is rising and rising and rising, and I'm going, fuck, <laughs> fuck. And I'm like begging with the fucking toilet to like, please, please stop. Please. At that time, I hear my coworker yelling up to me from downstairs. She's like, Val, we have a situation. So I yell back down to her through my stall door in the bathroom, through the main bathroom door, down the stairs to where she was. I don't even know if she could hear what I was saying. But I was like, dude, I got a shittier situation going on up here. I was like, there ain't no way I'm coming down. So the damn toilet finally stops about a half an inch before overflowing. So like beads of sweat coming down my head. I'm like, oh my God. So it finally stopped. But the problem was I had to run to the other damn stall to finish what I was doing, if you know what I'm saying. So I run to the other stall, you know, doing what you got to do when you're in the bathroom. And I hear pat, 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 pat. After I was done, I turn around and notice that this stall has no damn water in the fucking toilet. The other stall is fucking overflowing and this one has nothing to flush the shit down with fuck my life so i had to go and find a bucket and uh to fill up at the sink with water to flush down the last toilet so i took a big garbage can after that after i flushed all the water down the toilet and whatnot put a sign on the big ass garbage can that said out of order do not go in here then i ran back downstairs i figured it couldn't get any worse than this right yeah, no, wait, there's more. Um, I was very much fucking mistaken. I get downstairs to my coworker, and, you know, the girl needed help. And she looks at me, and she's like, you know, we have a, a line at the drive-up. And to her, I said, well, I have no idea what you were doing. You know, you have no idea what I was doing upstairs. I don't know what you were doing down here. So I helped with the drive-up and everything. I was down to my last customer in the lobby. So we're talking, and he says, do you hear that? And I'm like, in my head, I'm going, oh, shit, what? So I stopped and looked at him, and I'm like, yeah, what is that? And I hear tap, 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 tap. And I finished with his deposit, and I said, okay, here's your receipt. Kindly step to the, the right and not behind you when you exit the bank. Thank you, and have a good night. I looked up at the ceiling, and I heard tap, tap. It was the sound of the fucking water dripping from the light fixture on the ceiling from the fucking bathroom upstairs. So at this point, my coworker was like, what the hell did you do up there? So he yelled at her, and I'm like, what the fuck did you feed me Indian Mexican fusion food for? I mean, it's like, you know, fucking like flames shooting out of your ass. It's like, I mean, my God. So I took the same bucket from upstairs that I used to wash out one of the fucking toilets with, brought it downstairs, dried up the floor, put the bucket where the water was coming out from the top of the ceiling. And, you know, I looked at my coworker and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. 
You know, so she wound up calling the help desk since uh, we were all kind of, this was a new one for us, you know, and uh, we didn't know what the hell to do. So we were hoping that they could help us fix the fucking issue. So they said they could come out on Monday. Well, I was going to be long gone by then, you know, so Saturday I felt bad since I was coming in opening the branch. I decided to go to a store to get a plunger and a few fragrance sprays and stuff and hope that that would kind of fix the damn bathroom. So I get up there and it was like magic. The damn thing drained and everything looked back to normal. The other one had water in it. The other one had the water back down to the normal area in it. And I'm like, I guess that ghost Catherine was watching that day and I guess helped some plumbers out or something when we weren't here. Well, no, because the uh, plumbers were called and I find out after all this. Now, mind you, I'm gone already. They came after I left. I got a phone call where they told me what was said. The plumber was like, yeah, some fucking ass clown shoved a gaggle of fucking sanitary napkins down the freaking toilets and clogged all the pipes. And whoever had this proverbial shitstorm upstairs sent everything over the edge. Yeah, just dandy. By this time, I was long gone. I didn't know what the fuck happened. And my last fucking day there, I gave everybody a great send-off. Kind of not the way I wanted to leave things at the branch since I was mortified and I was still staying with the company. So when the plumber said it really wasn't me, it really didn't matter at that point because everybody really thought it was me. So I was like, yeah, thanks. So I get to the new branch on Monday. And my boss back in the day, who I'm still friends with, I still talk to from time to time. I'm still friends with a bunch of coworkers over there. She's like, hey, Valerie, how's it going? Come into my office for a second. So now, mind you, I just got there. It's Monday. I didn't do anything yet. So why do I have to come to your office? Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, shitting bricks in my head. Not literally at this time, of course. And she goes, just so you know, Val, the bathroom's right over there. We have one men's bathroom and one women's bathroom. So please try not to screw those up, will you? Yeah, so the moral of the story is uh, shit travels fast.